This episode of the Nerdball Podcast is brought to you by Fort Meg's CrossFit. Thanks to Fort Meg's CrossFit for allowing me to use their office for my studio space. It's been a great relationship. Uh, I just talked to the owner this morning, and, and uh, it's it's awesome when when she asked me who's coming on. You know, she's she's interested. Cindy is interested in what's happening with the podcast. So so I really I really enjoy being here. Uh, if you they have classes seven days a week for any age group, um, you can check out all their information at fortmegscrossfit.com. Also, uh, I want to, if you're interested, I had Jake Peluski on a few weeks ago. Uh, he is has, having his uh, movie documentary uh, viewing this week. So there are still tickets available. So go to Real JP, the Facebook page, R-E-E-L-J-P, uh, and click on the events link. There's two events. Tickets still left for Tuesday night and Wednesday night. Um, but, uh, you know, don't try to wait for the door to buy the tickets at the door because they... Uh, they might not be available. So again, Tuesday, tomorrow, 321, and Wednesday, 322, tickets are still available. And uh, of course, check out our other episode, or I'm sorry, our other podcast called uh, Three Different Dads uh, on the Nerdball Network. We are, uh, we're chugging along there. It's a lot of fun. We've had a few guests come on um, as uh, dad had to step away. One of the dads had to step away to do things here and there, you know, as dads do. So uh, check out that wherever you're listening to this podcast. And if you can't find three different dads, please let us know, and uh, we'll make sure to get it on the platform that uh, you desire. My guest today is a chef at Plat 8. Uh, he's also a family friend of mine. We grew up together. So we talk about uh, when we were younger, going to Cleveland Indians games, uh, hanging out at each other's houses. Um, and you know, we talk about him getting into culinary, you know, cooking dishes when he was young, and uh, getting into the program at Whitmer High School going to Owens for a little bit, then just, you know, finding his way through making donuts, being a sous chef, and Alex said he's the executive chef at Plat 8. So it was really great catching up and really interesting to understand his thought process as being the executive chef. So, you know, it was a great episode, and I really hope you guys enjoy it. So without further ado, here's my guest. This is Anthony Hoy on the Nerdball Podcast. Podcast with Lorenzo Melcher. There you go, Anthony. All right. Hey, th- thanks for coming on the podcast today. Yeah, man, for sure. Thanks for having me. Um, so just so everyone knows, um, we basically grew up together. Yeah, man. Uh, our parents were really good friends. Yep. Uh, we were. I just remember, I feel like we were at your house way more than you were at my house. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think I remember being at your house maybe like once growing up. Yeah. But yeah, you guys were always over. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, we'd always plan our Indians trips to the yeah. games, the baseball games. Yeah. Yeah, I used to have a joke uh, when I do, would do comedy. I used to have a joke that uh, my dad and your dad would play a game of who's the least drunk to drive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, we made it home every time, but oh, it was sure. it was sketchy a couple times. <laughs> you know, as, as kids, though, you don't really like No, you know don't notice it. Yeah. yeah. You're like, well, they're just having a couple pops <laughs> <laughs> but that it was it was always so much fun to like do all those things go to your house like birthday party sometimes it was just like football games you would yeah. just hang out and do whatever yeah you know? it was a good time yeah yeah it was fun um so uh the first thing i always ask people when they come on here is 
what is something you've been nerding out about lately? Something you're you're into? Mm. Something like you do the uh, hobby? Um, you know, I I do say cooking, but that's your job. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and the main thing about this question is it's it's something to get you away from your from job. From job, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Do you have any like um, movies, TV shows, anything? You definitely like movies. I'm a huge movie buff. Like I have a lot of DV, like big DVD collection. Yeah. Um, I try to search out like. Like old movies, like uh, Clockwork Orange and yeah. stuff like that. Um, but also at the same time, cooking, yeah, it is my job, but yeah. it is also like a hobby too. So I nerd out about like finding new recipes and like looking at different techniques and stuff like that. Um, also, uh, beginning into a little bit of uh, watching a lot of old kung fu movies yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Well, how'd that come about? I just my so my uncle does jujitsu. Okay. Um, and he was telling me about it, so I I wanted to start taking some classes here yeah. eventually. Yeah. But I was looking up like old martial art videos and stuff like that. I was like, that looks pretty rad. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like it started with like you want to do it, and then you're finding all these films. Yeah. And, yeah. 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 Uh, I, I've never been a like buy a movie guy like mm-hmm. we have i think we have like two movies you know? <laughs> e- even with kids like we just like i i, I never like rewatch stuff yeah. and now with streaming everything like right and when our kids are little they just we put mickey mouse on or we put you know yeah. something on disney I channel f- i whatever. feel like it was different growing up though like yeah you had movies or like you would rent movies mm-hmm. i don't think there's any of those places anymore yeah, they still got those red boxes Yo, so the, do they yeah yeah i just <laughs> okay. saw one over by my work there i just noticed one i've been going to this gas station i've been over working over there for like i don't know almost two years now and i just noticed it yeah or uh this week you're like they still have those <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it's my dad has a big collection does like, he? He, yeah, yeah but he like he's retired and i'm sure like you know every other day he will look at his movies and I'm like you know what i'm just gonna watch that movie yeah i yeah. just i don't know it's just not also i don't have time <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i know you're pretty you know? busy yeah <laughs> <laughs> so i don't know what uh is that is that something that's something you still like buy dvds yeah and, like yeah. i'll go to like replay and stuff like that mm-hmm. and you know look at movies or like i'll dig in the bins at walmart or whatever is there some? Is there one particular besides that kung fu you just got mm. into? Is there a particular like type of genre? Movie? Like, yeah, um, uh, comedy for sure. Um, but I do like like action. Like you know, all the John Wick movies are pretty sweet. Yeah. Uh, and like I do like horror movies, like the Scream franchise. Um, Have you seen the newest one? Yeah, I actually, just went to the theaters the other day and saw it. Did you like it? It was all right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it wasn't as good as you know the first couple ones, yeah. but uh, it was good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what uh horror like i like horror too but it's not something like i like seek out like mm. if it's something like oh all these people said it's really good that i might watch it but yeah. i just i just don't get it my brother loved horror. yeah movies. yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's something yeah it's tough to get into sometimes but like the plot is usually like who done it who's the killer that mm. kind of intrigues me a lot okay yeah rather than the you know the the goriness of it and stuff like that like i could deal without that but it's those kind of plots like oh my god they're chasing me who's this guy and stuff like that i uh i watched i've said it here before but all the saw movies yeah uh those that was one of our one of my wife and i our first dates Uh or or one of our first movie dates that we went on and then we just like every time a new one come out we just go watch it yeah i don't think she liked them (laughs) uh and i mean they weren't as they got more like we even saw like the 3d one yeah and it got more cheesy (laughs) yeah but it was like a i don't know like you get to a point where like why i guess i just gotta keep watching them yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) how are they gonna you know tie this guy up this (laughs) time how are they gonna force this guy to kill himself you know but you know horror movies are great for you know first dates and and stuff like that you know (laughs) they they want to hold your arm because they're scared and stuff like that yeah (laughs) Yeah. 
I, I always, yeah. I think what got me for those Saw movies was after the first one, when at the end of the first one, you're like, oh my gosh, crazy ending. Oh, yeah, yeah, Then yeah. like every other one, you're like, okay, what's it? And then they kept giving you those. You, right, right. You know? So you're just like, you sit and through all those. And see, you're yeah. like, what? who was it? Oh my God. Yeah, and you, you got, and then I like, uh, some movies do it, but a lot of don't, a lot of movies don't. I like, it's at the end. You're like, oh my gosh, it was this person, mm-hmm. and then they go back and like show you clips on like this person doing something. Yeah, or why why you should have seen it was this. It person. was that guy. Yeah, yeah, like he was behind the shadows the whole time yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I like that part about him too. Yeah. The, again, same thing. Like the goriness. Um, I mean, that's all Saul is. is yeah, gory, you know. But uh, all that that just waiting for that ending, mm. you know, to see what's gonna happen. Uh, so when you're not. Uh, uh, you know, watching DVDs and films. You also said about you know finding new recipes and yeah. stuff. Um, do you uh, because you are the uh, chef at Plate, correct? Uh, Plat Eight is what it's called. Plat Eight. Yeah, but people get it confused all the time. So there's uh the seven plats of land in Ottawa Hills. Okay. And all the investors are from Ottawa Hills, so they thought it'd be ironic if they called it uh, Plat Eight as the eighth plat of Ottawa Hills. Okay. But it looks like it's spelled Plate. Yeah. And everyone gets confused about it. <laughs> I'm gonna talk to the owner about changing the name. <laughs> I, well, I'm glad you said that because yeah. I, you know, so uh, the, the uh, woman who lets me use his office, Cindy. Uh, from Fort Max CrossFit, she, uh, I asked, I was like, yeah, I got a, a chef, you know, from Plate, and she's like, oh, yeah, I might, you know, start talking about, like, didn't even know, like, <laughs> flat eight. Huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay, all right, so, so I would imagine, you know, you use your, your home to mm. experiment with things, and, like, if you like something, do you, um, you might bring it to the restaurant or whatever, yeah. you know, how, how do you, Go how about that, like, yeah, yeah. create recipes and yeah, stuff, yeah. so, like, you know, I like to change the menu every season. So, like in between, like out, like I'm working on a new spring menu right now. But like leading up to this point, every weekend at the restaurant we'll do specials, and um, like throughout that week we'll figure out what specials we want to do, what my uh, vendors have, like fish wise or different proteins and stuff like that. And then we'll make up a dish, and then we'll run it that week as a special. And uh, if it sells or people like it, then we'll keep that in our back pocket. And eventually, probably put that on the next menu, and that's how it goes for like each new menu. Yeah. So, h- how many do you think, like percentage wise, how many like after the special for the week um, make it to like, hey, we, we're going to use it for the season? Um, maybe like like forty okay. percent. Yeah, because there's some duds in there for sure. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Not all of them are good. But. Do, do you stick to stuff on the menu like? Cause you're stubborn. You're like, I know this is good. I know people are gonna like. This. I am like, like I am pretty humble, but I also have a big head sometimes. So yeah. it's like, I want to put these scallops on the menu because I know they'll sell, and then they don't <laughs> sell. Then I'm like, oh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Move on to the next one. That's right. Because I know, like I said, when I, when I used to do comedy, there was jokes I would do, and and I would do a couple shows, and they wouldn't go well and in my head i'm like i know this is gonna go well. i just gotta <laughs> yeah. keep trying keep trying working to, it out and, and then, everything and then after a while like you know what this just ain't it man <laughs> yeah are you still doing comedy <laughs> i am not no. no it's it's been a while since yeah. i've done it um i still write stuff you yeah. know from time to time and do it but uh yeah it's just one of those things low on the list of, right it's fun and i mm-hmm. like doing it you know i've done i did a couple moth shows too i don't know if you know what the moth no, is no no so moth is um it's a podcast but they do um it's not uh it's just stories so like mm-hmm. there's a open kind of like an open mic you can go up i did one in uh in michigan i think okay. it was in ann arbor and you put your name in a hat they pull 10 people if you you sometimes you get your name pulled and sometimes you don't mm. you get a 5 minute uh story 
uh, on whatever like the, they uh, give you the story. They they give you like, hey, this this um, the theme of the night is you know happiness yeah, or okay. food or whatever, and then you have to have the story built around that, okay. and you just tell it whatever you know? uh, on the fly. So, uh, yeah. Um, you, so they give you the theme. Uh, yeah. Like you can go now on the website and you can see the theme months ahead of time. So you can like make a story and then mm. if they pick you, they pick you. If not, you know, you just gotcha. watch the stories. But I like doing that a lot too. Yeah, that sounds you know? cool. Yeah. It, it's fun to do that. And a lot of it was just my jokes anyway, but mm. uh, it is fun just speaking in front of people. Yeah. You know? So that's that, like when I have to do like wine dinners and different events and stuff, I have to stand up and talk. Like I'll get like self-conscious like uh did i talk loud enough did they hear what i said or you know did they laugh at that joke or whatever yeah so i know it's tough getting in front of people and, yeah. and telling jokes and stuff yeah do, uh do you like do you like doing those things i, I do actually yeah. really like doing those things because it, it, it's a different you know uh pace than regular dinner service yeah uh we just focus on doing our courses for that day and it's usually something totally different that's on the menu and I do pride myself in like being able to pair the flavors of any you know alcohol, the wine. Like we just did a bourbon dinner, so pairing the food with the flavors of that is like something I really am good at. Yeah. So I like doing that a lot. Okay. I it- just don't like talking to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but people want to talk to the chef. Yeah, though, right? I, yeah, yeah, they do. So yeah. I suck it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you're good enough. I would imagine you're good enough to do it that people that it's still a thing that people want to do. Yeah, right? yeah, for sure. If you go if you go to plat eight and they're like, "Hey, don't do it. It's horrible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's horrible about talking. The food's good, but yeah. just go on a different night when he's not talking to you." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, well, that's awesome, man. Yeah. That's uh, that's cool. So so let's go back a little bit. Uh, obviously, like I said, we grew up together. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've been around the Toledo area. What uh, what did when you were in school? Um, I know you're a chef now, but when you're in school, like, what were you? Were you into sports? Were you? Did you? Did you play sports? Yeah, yeah, I loved um, basketball, baseball. I just wasn't the greatest, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I loved playing sports. Um, but I was into cooking early on. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, your dad kind of cooked a little bit. Well, your grandma always had really good food. Yeah. Um, yeah. and then my dad and stuff cooking. So picking that up and watching them kind of really inspired me. Um, so yeah, my I was in like uh, DECA, the business yeah, program. Yeah. Um, and then my senior year, Whitmer did their culinary program. So I ended up switching to that and I had already been cooking and stuff. So, uh, from there I was like, yeah, I want to join their culinary program and, you know, just learn more as I went on. What, uh, when you were in high school, what's like one of your favorite things to make? Um, pasta, any kind of pasta. Yeah. It was easy back then. Yeah. Like just, uh, just, uh, make a tomato sauce and some penne pasta or whatever, you know? My mom, and I always tell this story, like, the other reason why I started cooking is my mom couldn't cook at all. And sorry, mom. <laughs> I love you. You're really good at desserts, though. But uh, You know what? And some, you know, some people are the opposite. Like, they're real good cooks, but they can't bake anything. Exactly. You know? And yeah. I'm not a good baker myself. So. Yeah. yeah, there you go. But yeah, it was like, uh, Burger King again, mom? All right, I'm just going to make dinner. <laughs> That's good, man. Yeah. That's awesome. So, so but, but maybe that kind of led you into, like, not necessarily forcing you, but yeah. you're just like, hey, mom, I, you know, I'll help out here. Yeah. And, make some, some, and I've always yeah. like, you know, I, I like, you know, making stuff for people, making them smile and, yeah. good, you know, good food is is the way to people's hearts. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So when uh, when you were finishing up at Whitmer, mm. like what was what was your like next step? Like what you did you have something in mind? Did you know what you wanted to do? I, so, yeah, I, I went to Owens for a little bit to start in their culinary program. Um, I only lasted like 
uh, maybe two semesters. Uh, I just wasn't a fan of like doing the math classes and all that stuff. Yeah. Like I just wanted to be in the culinary program, but yeah. those classes I wasn't a fan of. So I ended up dropping out and then realized, you know, I can just kind of learn on the job. Um, so that's what I did. Uh, first started working in a bakery for like three years, um, making donuts. So I don't like donuts after, because, <laughs> yeah, because of that experience. Just cause you've seen them so much. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the smell and just <laughs> the sugar everywhere. <laughs> uh, is, that, is that all you were making there? Yeah. That's all I was yeah. doing. Yeah. And they wouldn't even like, like shift you around anywhere. No, or no. Did, uh, like my cousin owned it at the time. And so she did all the like pies and cookies and stuff. Yeah. I was like, I'll just be the donut guy, I guess. Yeah. yeah, I was saying, like, sometimes, like, you, if you show, in, like, hey, can you show me how to do this or yeah. do that, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, you know, when I have young cooks in the kitchen, yeah. I always encourage them. If they don't really know uh, one ingredient or, or this technique, I'm just ask, man, you know, we'll, we'll show you. Yeah. Um, but that's the key is, like, you know, if you don't speak up, if you don't talk, then you don't know, you know, what's going on. Yeah, I know. I know now. I when I I work for the Metro Parks, and when I talk to our HR people, like, hey, we got to figure out a way to engage our best employees. Like, they want to move up, uh, they want to like be more involved and do other things. Maybe not necessarily on their job description, but the main thing is, and we talk about it. The main thing is, they also like we recognize them for the work they're doing, yeah. but they also have to put in effort to want to do these things. Yeah. Like, we're not gonna say. If they're not saying, "Hey, jump in at the chance to do these other things," then then why are we going to? Yeah, go an extra mile too. to try to you know train them and show them when they really don't have, you know, they don't really want to do it. Yeah, the, yeah. it's a two way street there. Like yeah. we want to invest, but we want to see that you also want to invest in mm-hmm. yourself. And and most employees that I come across at Metro Parks are like that. Like yeah. they, even the ones that are like, "I love my job where I'm at. I don't want to move up, but help me be a better in this position." Mm-hmm. You know, and and it's it's nice like to for you to. Uh, to hear that you you tell your your uh, young chefs like please you know ask questions when yeah. we're doing something you know if you're involved in whatever you know obviously there's gonna be times where we you can't, can't. teach yeah, right yeah. because it's busy and that kind of stuff but there are other times where you're like hey we're doing this thing and when we're done tonight it's only gonna take an extra ten minutes I can show you what we did right, right? exactly yeah yeah and yeah like like you said it goes really in any career like <laughs> as long as you are willing to ask uh, I'm sure the people above you are willing to train and show mm-hmm. you. Because that just makes the world go around, you know, makes yeah. the, you know people better. And <clears throat> have you have you trained people and then lost them to other posi- other uh, jobs? About like so many times. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just you know the restaurant industry is a, um, a in and outdoor. You know, yeah. you, you see a lot of people that that are good and just want to you know move on to to another opportunity. And yeah. I love that, and I still keep in touch with those people. And then you got other ones that just come in and want the paycheck, and then. They're not happy with the situation and they just leave. That's right. That's what we talked about too uh, at work. Like we can't be afraid to develop people just like you. You can't be afraid to develop uh, the next chef, right? Uh, Because if you're afraid to do that, then you're not going to have a good employee. Yeah. Like the the best, I think the best like sign of (laughs) you're doing a good job is when someone else wants your employee. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. And you got to feel pride in that. Yeah. Yeah. If, uh, yeah, if um, you're not going to, train them because you think they might leave eventually then it's just only gonna hinder you mm-hmm. and, and the employee yeah yeah what so you decided you know that college wasn't for you yeah. same thing for me like i wasn't ready for college right out of high school i eventually went and got my degree at owens but it just like i don't know i just wasn't ready yeah uh, I, I yeah it's tough like i mean you're still so young once you graduate yeah. high school and like as we get older it's just crazy like how life is and stuff you know yeah. um 
yeah, some some people aren't ready to go straight to college, you know, and some people are. But yeah, so you made donuts for three years. You hate mm-hmm. donuts now. And yeah, then, and after that, where'd you where'd you end up after that? Uh, so I ended up at uh, this Italian restaurant. It's called La Scola's. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. It's not around anymore. It was um, was that on the airport? Yeah, on okay. the airport. Yeah. yeah, and he had a second location on Holland, Sylvania, in like Sylvania. Uh, that was like their more casual one. Okay. Um, so the chef owner, uh, Musa is his name, uh, worked for him for about five, six years. Um, he also had a burger bar joint. Okay. Uh, it was out on Heather Downs and Monroe Street. So I was working at the burger bar place in the mornings, and then I was doing the Italian restaurant oh. at night and just learning as much as I could. Um, and then about five years went by, and the investors of uh, Plat 8 – Hired Musa to be like the chef slash consultant, oh. and then um, he brought me on board as the sous chef, which basically is like the guy that does everything but doesn't have the title of the <laughs> real chef. <laughs> um, so that's a fun position. Yeah. Um, and then uh, he eventually left after like six months, and then then I became the executive chef. That's awesome, man. Yeah. So, so when you're, I, I've been, we went to a school a few times. I think I had. Um, I worked for Healthcare REIT at the time. We had like a Christmas party there yeah. one time. Uh, it was I liked it there. Yeah, it was, it was a really, really cool place. yeah really nice restaurant. It had that real cool like mob vibe and everything. <laughs> you know, <laughs> might get whacked in the bathroom or something. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. yeah, I didn't even know they had another location. With yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Yeah, he at one point he had five <laughs> restaurants. He had three Las Colas. He had two up here. One down in Finley, okay. and then he had the two burger bars. All right. I was like, I don't know how you did that, man, because like running one restaurant is stressful enough. Having yeah. five is crazy. Definitely, and, and running one, and then being the chef, yeah. also like like it's one thing to like, all right, I'm gonna be at this restaurant tonight, do whatever I gotta do, and then I'll probably cut out early because I want to go check out the other restaurant. But if you're the chef, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're, you're kind of stuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, wow, that's awesome. Um, so you, so uh, you said it was an Italian restaurant. Do yeah. you, do you have and and maybe this isn't the case wherever you're cooking or or, or wherever you're you're working at. Is there something like you like when someone orders something you're like ah, I just love making this for whatever reason? Um, not particularly. I yeah. mean, definitely fish. I love doing fish dishes. Okay. Um, I find that a challenge. And then also like vegan dishes, like trying to turn a vegetable into like an actual whole entree. Yeah, is is tough and challenging. But that's I I like doing that. Do you get a lot of yeah, vegan dishes? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, like, I always try to have at least one or two on the menu. Okay. Um, and I try to, you know, use a lot of local produce as much as possible. Um, I use a farm down in Tiffin called Ream Farms for a lot of produce. Um, I have this uh, local lady who does our microgreens, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's cool to, you know, keep keep uh, keep the money in, in the city and, and oh, for you sure. know, not using big businesses. Yeah. Is it, is it uh, difficult to, like... Uh, acquire some of the yeah. stuff? Yeah. Just, like, sched- like scheduling sometimes because, like, sometimes they're not up here. It might be, like, an extra week before they come up here with the produce. Or, you know, and then they sold the one thing that I wanted. And then I have mm-hmm. to, you know, pivot and, you know, find a different uh, product to use. But uh, when you be when you were the sous chef, obviously you know you do a lot of the work. You do mm-hmm. make, you pretty much make a lot of the things, right? When you be when they said, "Hey, we want want you to be the executive chef," uh, were you like nervous about it? I was like yeah. I was like ready for it. I wanted to do it because I just I knew I could do it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was super nervous because I didn't know what I was doing because I never was in that position before. I I would imagine. Um, uh, did, 
like did they make you like go through interview process and that kind of stuff or like hey anthony we just we want you there. yeah I, yeah after musa left hit, they're just like well uh, you're the only one left so i guess oh, you're, no. you're, the, you're the chef <laughs> i'm like okay then <laughs> so you didn't even like hey hey uh i would imagine at some points people got to go up to be like hey he, i know he's leaving i want to do this but it, it's it was just like uh so maybe like you almost felt like uh I don't know if that would happen to me. I'd feel like, well, I'm just an interim. Then mm. you know, like, did they tell you like right from the get, like, yes, you are, you are it right now, and we're not looking for anybody, or did, or did you just in the back of your mind think like, well, well, I'm just gonna get replaced at some point. I'm gonna do my best now. Um, I think they had a lot of um, um, they they knew I could do the job. Okay, good. Um, yeah. yeah, they uh, they had a lot of pride in me and and knew I could handle it. Um. So yeah, there was never a conversation about them trying to, you know, we might need to find someone else. Yeah, you know, they trusted me. Yeah. What did you when you became the the head, the executive chef? Did you like change things right away, or it's like, hey, I'm just trying to figure this out now? Yeah. Let's well, because it. yeah, a lot of chefs do have egos. So yeah, yeah. It was his menu, and then when I took over, I was like, all right, I'm doing my menu. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I take a lot of influence from from stuff that he's done, um, just because I was around yeah. him for a while and. And looking around the city, there's a lot of great restaurants in the city. And, you know, more chefs need to uh, be able to, you know, help other chefs along the way, younger chefs. And, you know, if there's a, a dish on their menu that, that a younger chef wants to take and, and put their own spin on it, like, they'll be mad. Like, imitation is, is one of the best forms of flattery. Yeah. So, Do just... Is there a network like? Do you guys network at all? Like, or is it just too much competition? Where there's too much competition. Really? We we try to network. Like, I did have the the chef from Benchmark. Um, yeah. he was at that bourbon dinner on Monday. Okay. So yeah, we when we have events like um Barefoot on the Beach or like Zest of the Nation or I forget what Zest of Toledo. Um, it's a lot of these bigger uh, events for like charities and stuff. That a lot of the chefs have booths and the restaurants mm-hmm. are next to each other, and we try to talk and collaborate. But some are more willing than others. Yeah, I would imagine the 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 threat of like, oh, if I show them this thing, they're gonna take it. But again, yeah. like, what does it matter? Right, right. right? The, I think the people who are like, let's, I'm just using benchmark. I'm not saying he took anything or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm just using benchmark because you brought it up. Let's say he was at that bourbon dinner. He saw something that you made. You know, like you said, like I would be excited. That they want to do something, yeah. That they want to do a spin on something that I created, yeah. yeah. Like I said, um, that's that shows like uh, you're willing to take other inspirations from from other chefs, and I do the same thing. Yeah, because yeah. because like you said, it can be there is egos involved, so yeah. it can be like well, this is really good, but uh, I, you know, it could be like I don't want to take it because it's his, or you know, I can make this so much better, which yeah. again, like whatever, you know, right, do, right, do right. what you got to do. I, I like that attitude yeah. because I think having that attitude makes you the same thing with uh, teaching younger chefs without the, th- you know, not being scared that they're going to leave. Same thing with like, it just makes it more open to like, I'm going to make all these dishes and if, and if someone takes them cool, whatever, but there's no like, well, I really love this. I'm never going to make it because I don't want people to have yeah, it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like you cannot look at this recipe. This is mine. Yeah. It, it just, it seems like a hard thing to do. Yeah. And like, you know, it's because, you know, it's, you're trying to get all these customers in the restaurant. The, the profit margins are real slim. Mm. So, you know, all these pennies add up. So if you have a dish that people go crazy over, you don't, yeah, you don't want people to take it, but you know if the restaurant's on the other side of town, like you know, what's the difference? We're not stealing your clientele. Yeah, 
But yeah, I uh, I would imagine you know it does happen, but you know like, sometimes they probably you probably don't don't even know sometimes. Yeah, right? yeah, I you kind of just do it without even thinking. Like, well, I saw I saw that dish, and then it pops in your head to get use the same pro like salmon for instance. Like yeah. you saw the salmon dish, and you're like, well, I want to do something with salmon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you? Do you like uh, visiting other restaurants or going to checking out other restaurants? Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I haven't been to Benchmark yet or their new one, Claude's. Um, but Registry Bistro downtown is one of my favorite restaurants. Okay. And then Moose, so Moose has a restaurant downtown called Souk. Um, that's one of my other favorite restaurants. Um, then like my watering hole when I leave work is uh, Nick and Jimmy's. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Get a slice of pizza and a beer, whatever. Yeah. Sometimes when you're cooking like these uh, elegant things, you know, you're yeah. just like, I just, I just want a hot dog. <laughs> yeah. My fridge is filled with Hot Pockets right now. <laughs> Perfect, man. <Brandon. laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I do get a lot of flack for it. It was like, what? You're eating Taco Bell tonight? You make like $50 entrees. I'm like, just mind your business. <laughs> well, it's the same thing with those donuts. You're like, I just, I don't, I don't want to eat them. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, I treat myself every now and then, but sure, yeah. Sure. <laughs> that's awesome yeah when you go to restaurants do you um especially if you frequent one do uh, you always do you tend to get the same thing or do you try different things i like to try different things yeah, yeah. yeah um i'm not a huge like ordering steak when i go out just because it's i can do it at home mm-hmm. um and the price of beef is ridiculous uh, <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, I like to you know if if I see uh, an interesting pasta on a menu or you know a, a seafood that I haven't tried before, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, I'd usually lean towards that. I love seafood, my favorite. Yeah, um, are but, you a big like fish or like shellfish? Uh, anything, anything yeah. any seafood, um, I'll I'll try it, especially if it's like a new restaurant. Yeah. Um, my my wife tends to like when we go to restaurants over and over, like she'll get she'll just choose like the same couple things. Mm. But even if like like our our usually our restaurant our to go rest our go to restaurant is Chili's because my daughter loves like that's her favorite pizza. Yeah, is it <laughs> yeah Chili's? Chili's. I didn't even know they had pizza. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, just a little kid's pizza. She loves it. Um, it's either that or we just went a couple of days ago to El Vicado. Oh, nice. Too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I always try like different things. But I love I do I think I do like uh, shellfish more. Mm-hmm. But uh, salmon it was really good. We used to make this salmon. Uh, this grilled salmon with this avocado salsa, which Ooh, is really good. Yeah. Uh, and it's one of those things too, like when we like made it a bunch and mm. then you're like, ah, I just, I don't want to eat it anymore. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm so kind of tired of this. Yeah. yeah, right now. yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, uh, shrimp, I, I can eat. So like yeah, the sh- cocktail like, shrimp and just yep, dip it in that sauce. sauce yeah, for sure. Uh, what is, um, um, clam, I, I get this dish at, um, Biagi's. Mm. It's like a spicy pasta with a bunch of different uh, shellfish. shellfish yeah, okay. Uh, although I have cut my tongue on, on a, one of those yes. she- shells. Yeah, like they're dangerous, dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's really good. Uh, scallops. I love scallops. Yeah, scallops are awesome. Uh, I think we made them a few times at the house because we used to watch uh, Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, and they would always mess up scallops (laughs) yeah i don't get it like these guys are supposed to have this huge resume of working in all these big cities and they're messing up scallops i'm like what's going on here this has to be scripted or something (laughs) so that's why like i remember like that's one of the reasons we first did them i was like well how like 
I don't know how hard it is. I've never made them. Yeah. So I went online, found them, and we made them, and they were really good. I'm like, and they, and they always mess up risotto too. <laughs> yeah. And I, I've never made risotto, so I don't know. Yeah. But it, it uh, it's that, just it a little fun. tricky, like to like when you start making the risotto. I always have risotto on the menu. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love risotto. Um, but when you like actually start making it, it's just a long process because you have to continually add stock to it. Okay. So you're releasing the starch out of the rice, and that and arborio rice is a really starchy rice, so that's why it ends up being kind of creamy like okay. that. Okay. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's crazy how many things they mess up on that show. You got Rant, uh, Gordon in the background. <laughs> you messed up the risotto again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that we used to watch it a lot. Yeah, like, it yeah. was one of our favorite shows. Mine was Chopped. I like watching yeah. Chopped. Yeah, uh, I would imagine Chopped for you is because like like you just open it up you're like all right, yeah, let's see what let's happens. See what happens? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember there's one like they always get uh, dinged when they're when like it's an appetizer round and they make like little tacos and then the next round the, the, and there's like I remember watching one a few weeks ago where the guy's like, well, here's my dish. It doesn't look the best, but. John made tacos again. <laughs> yeah, he's ripping it. Yeah, throwing him under the bus. Yeah. If you guys didn't notice, he made tacos again. <laughs> what other are there other cooking shows that you like? Um, it's, yeah, Chopped. Um, they have a newer one on Fox where it's like uh, they're in like different levels, like a super nice kitchen, a like kind of a crappy kitchen, and then yeah. a real crappy kitchen. That one's pretty cool. Is, is it good? Yeah, I, I kept seeing the ads like during the Super Bowl. They mm. would show the ads, and I was like, I want to watch that because because it, it, then even the ingredients, like the top level, gets to pick first. Yeah, yeah. And then they go down. And then and it goes down. Left. And then yeah, you got like liver and and kidneys left <laughs> on the bottom, and you're cooking in like a a beat down run kitchen. Yeah, I gotta watch that one. Yeah, that that's a good fun. one. Is yeah. that Gordon Ramsay too? Isn't that he's, he's on? It? Yeah, he is on that. Yeah, um, that's, that's a, I, yeah. That, that looks fun. It looks yeah. like. A, 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 I mean, all those are super stressful, especially when you have them yelling at you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I can handle that. <laughs> I've been yelled at enough in kitchens growing up. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I, I that, my thing. I've never been like a yeller. I co- I coach. I coach, and I have a yeah. bunch of you know a, a staff at the Metro Parks. I just like. I can't imagine getting angry enough to like yell, yell at employees, right? Or like you know, people throw things and stuff. What are you yeah. five years old? Yeah, I, I might do it by myself, like in my office. Yeah, yeah. Get upset. Well, but yeah, yeah, but yeah, because I think it cha- it totally changes. Like when the first time you do it, it totally changes how people see you. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like this, why is this guy losing his cool like that? Like I only I just dropped the pass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, what uh, what positions do you coach? Uh, so right now, uh, I'm coaching. I'm coaching a softball team right now. Okay. I'll probably I probably end up helping with Mateo's baseball team yeah. too. But uh, I this will be my fifth season as a varsity football coach. Yeah. I, I've coached wide receivers um, for two years and then uh, tight ends. Nice. Yeah. So it's I love it, man. Mm. It's so much fun, and it's it's more too because like my family's there. Like Mateo yeah. was a water boy uh-huh. for us on Friday nights, and I coached the JV teams too. So him and Lillian would help there yeah. too in the morning. So that's sweet. It's, it's fun, man. Yeah, I, I really like it. You know. So um, I do want to go back to fish because uh, you said you like fish and, yeah. and, and seafood. Um, what is it uh, like? I don't know why I like it so much. Maybe mm. it's because I can't get it. A lot, yeah. you know, but why is it for you, like, it's just something you really enjoy? Uh, yeah, because it's the different flavors, and yeah. so, like, you know, all, you know, steak pretty much tastes the same. I mean, there's different grades of steak or whatever, but with fish, there's just so many different varieties um, in different parts of the world where yeah. you can get it from. Um, like, more of the fattier fish I like, it's like, you know, melts in your mouth, because, like, I love butter. 
like yeah. do a lot of butter sauces and stuff. <laughs> so like a lot of fish like kind of melts away in your while you're trying it, it melts yeah. like butter in your mouth. Yeah. So Costco has that salmon thing. I don't know if you ever seen it. It's like three big fillets of salmon, and then it's got three huge butter. Packs. Butter, yeah. And, yeah. And, and it's cool because you can just you take it all. It has dill on it, and you just put the whole thing in the oven. Yeah, and just make, make it, it easy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was one thing I was looking at doing too. Is like like boxed meals and stuff. Or, yeah, yeah. Or for like um, whether it be for you know less fortunate or whatever, or for for customers, just to take it home and you don't have to worry about either going out or you know you don't have time to make dinner yourself. So that's something I was looking into. I would imagine that's that's difficult too because you still like the integrity of your dish. Yeah, like just it it, it can't help but go down. Yeah, right? it's just yeah. the, the nature just, of what yeah, it is. Yeah, how right? it's gonna happen. Yeah, and that's I think people people got over that pretty quick though during the pandemic mm-hmm. <laughs> because all you could do is order takeout. Yeah. You know, even chilies like we would order chilies takeout or frickers, and we knew it wasn't gonna be good. But knowing that we couldn't go to the restaurant, it was awesome. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, you're probably sick of being stuck at home eating, you yeah. know, whatever. So Yeah, yeah. But I mean the worst in and obviously fast food restaurants know how to do it, but the worst is when you order fries from oh, like yeah. a restaurant. After five minutes they're all soggy. Yeah. That's I usually eat my fries before I get home. <laughs> <laughs> Just digging in the bag driving. Yeah, this is yeah, I want the best of what they have to offer here. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm already eating this garbage food. <laughs> yeah. Something's gotta be you know, have some integrity left yeah. to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh whenever we go to uh on vacations, like we went to Andrew and I went to Florida a few uh in January and I I was like, We're by the ocean, all I'm gonna ever eat is seafood. Like mm. and so one of this we ordered a it was a tuna dish, it was almost like it was almost like nachos, um, mm. but the tuna was on the bottom and it was raw. Okay. Uh, and I don't care. Like, I'll eat raw yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but Andrea was a little skeptical about it because mm. she doesn't as much. But, uh, man, that was probably one of the was best. Was it delicious? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It was so good. Yeah, probably super fresh, right? Out of the yeah, 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 man. It, it was really good. And I always try to look for that stuff. Even when we do sushi, like, we mm. usually do cooked sushi just because we, we're sharing it. Yeah. But, um, I'll eat raw stuff. You, you know, have just, a favorite sushi restaurant? Um, the only one we ever go to and get sushi at is uh, the one here in Parisburg. Um, uh, Nagoya. Nagoya. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we'll go there. Um, I've never been to like a restaurant where it's like, hey, here's what we do. Yeah. Sushi. You know, you know, like, um, but I, I, I do like sushi. I'll even buy it at Meyer. Meyer have, they make the sushi there in yeah. packets or whatever. Nice. Like, it's, it's another one of my favorite things to eat. But again, like with kids, you're limited on, on what you're yeah. making, you know, and, and I don't, we don't really don't like making two things. Yeah. So, uh, but but they've been open to trying more things, which good. is good, you know. Yeah, it's not, you can't have chicken tenders every night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mateo more than Lily. Mateo yeah. will try things at least, you know, and if he doesn't like it, fine. Sometimes he's like, oh, this is good, and then we'll give him more. He's like, eh, it's not that good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought it was good, but no. <laughs> <laughs> One bite, I guess, is good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I went to Kyotoka. Uh, it's, uh, it's on Central in, like, Sylvania. This was a couple of years back, but they did a like a, a tuna tasting. So oh. he brought in a whole fresh three hundred pound tuna, put it right in front of everyone, and he just starts dissecting it in front yeah. of everyone, cutting it right there for you to try. Like he even like fed me, and I'm like, "What's going on here?" <laughs> but it was so good, yeah. super delicious. Oh man, I just I, I the first time I had tuna 
we went to or like raw mm. uh we went to uh visit andrea's family in new york and the place we were staying uh was with a family friend mm. and we got there pretty late it was probably like i don't know 10 30 11 o'clock but they're all up and we had a couple of drinks and he got tuna out and it was just on a plate sprinkled sesame seeds and had this little torch and just basically torched the sesame seeds yeah. and i was looking at andrea i was like and they started eating it. I'm like, oh, I guess we're eating it. <laughs> yeah. And it was so good. <laughs> yeah. Man. Yeah. Uh, tuna, tuna's, yeah. That's, it's, tuna's really good. It, um, we have been to Claude's. Uh, we mm. went to Claude's a few, a few months ago and Benchmark. Um, I usually, when we go to Benchmark, somebody else usually pays for it. Like I'll go with Andrew's family yeah. for a thing or whatever and they pay for it. But the bread, the, I don't know what it is. It's like, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it's, it's like not, the like popover yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That looks super cool. Those things are. So good, yeah. too. Just throw, you know, throw butter on it, mm-hmm. and oh, I, I don't know what it is, what it is about that. There's restaurants for maybe people like just expect it. Like when you go to a Mexican restaurant, you're gonna get chips and salsa. Chips and salsa. When you go to an Italian restaurant, you're gonna get some sort of you know garlic bread, bread. Yeah. yeah. And um, do you do you guys have anything like that at Plat Eight? No, I try to stay away from. Do that. you really? Okay, <laughs> yeah. explain that. Why? Well, Why? it's just like I don't know if they fill up on the bread, yeah. they're not gonna want to eat their entree, or okay. maybe they won't order an appetizer. But like three of the appetizers and a couple of the entrees come with bread. Mm-hmm. Like I have these steak tips and a gorgonzola cream sauce. So uh, that comes with some grilled bread. Okay, and I can like scoop it up and eat it. Or um, one of the entrees is a chipino, which is like a seafood stew. Okay, it's like in a roasted tomato seafood broth, and that comes with bread, and they can dip it in there. But yeah, I try to stay away from that. Is there any pushback like from anybody at the restaurant saying, "Hey, what do you think?" Every like maybe once a month, yeah. like, "Where's the bread and butter?" <laughs> I'm like we're not an Italian restaurant, sir. What what but, are, what is I guess it's, what would you call it? You know, your restaurant? we we started it as a um, farm to take farm to fork uh, restaurant, okay. so try to utilize a lot of local uh, ingredients. Uh-huh. Uh, but it's kind of evolved where I still try to do that as much, but it's harder to get nowadays. Um, but it's just uh, you know everything scratch made in house. It's real chef driven. Um, everything's super fresh, um, and it's just uh, you know seasonal. And I just try to take inspiration from everywhere. Like, I'll have a couple Asian dishes, okay. a couple, you know, um, Spanish dishes and Italian. So, uh, with a lot of, like, French techniques, a lot of, like, just classic American techniques. And I have, like, green tomatoes on the menu, so, you know, more southern stuff. So, okay. w- w- with whatever Pretty I want to do. Pretty much yeah. yeah. That's cool, too, yeah. because, um, I mean, this is away a, a from what your restaurant is, but the one thing I like about, like, Cheesecake Factory mm. is, like, their menu's gigantic. Yeah, yeah. But, uh... Like, if you want Mexican food, if you want, you know, they got uh, steak, they got pasta, they yeah. got, you know, all kinds of stuff, Asian food. Yeah, um, you want to try to cater to have something for everyone. That's why, I, you know, try to have a vegan dish on the menu and cool. stuff like that. Uh, but, you know, our restaurants, we only have, like, 60 seats, and the kitchen is the size of a closet. <laughs> so I can't have, like, that big of a menu yeah, and, oh, for and sure, keep yeah. all the product fresh and stuff like that. So. Well, I think that's what's good about you changing it yes, seasonally, right? Yeah. Because, yeah, um, People will come to your restaurant like, oh, it changed. Like, let's see what's new. Yeah, and, you know, check it, it out. Yeah, it creates some buzz. Yeah. And, you know, um, and then yes, yeah, the regulars can have a chance to try something new. So they're you know not trying the same thing every time. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's some like favorites that people have, and when I do take it off the menu, I get, why didn't you leave uh, the short ribs on the menu? I'm like, it's it's 90 degrees outside. I had to change it. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing pot roast right now. Yeah, yeah, because some of those dishes are. Clearly, like a wintertime, yeah, dish, yeah, right? yeah, for yeah. sure. 
<laughs> uh, but but that's also good, like to hear like people want your dishes, yeah, right? You yeah. know, hey, just hang on, we'll we'll bring it back at some point mm. or whatever, you know. But but it's good to like uh, same thing when I don't put an episode out and I get a phone call or a text from someone I'm like, hey man, where's where's your episode? Yeah, you yeah. know, it makes you feel good. Like people uh, want it. Yeah, yeah. people want to hear it. People same thing. You like people want to eat your yeah. food. You're like, hey, you know, I don't have this thing right now on the menu but this is new yeah, try this yeah try this new dish yeah yeah yeah, yeah that that's cool I, I do like that that you mix it up like that mm-hmm. do you do you, as someone with kids do you have like kids dishes um i i have um like uh i'll do like a kids buttered noodle pasta dish okay. um grilled cheese um kids burger and uh we'll like ham bread chicken uh for like chicken tenders okay well yeah nothing too crazy but a couple things on there for kids i mean th- i mean those things you told me right now uh, leads me to say, oh, I can take my kids there. Yeah. Because those, they'll eat those. They'll, yeah. They'll eat Good. chicken tenders. They'll eat uh, the burger. Burger, yeah. You know, even the buttered noodles. Like my mm. daughter, my daughter will make pasta one night uh, with just with red sauce or whatever. And then the next night we have extra noodles and she'll just put Parmesan cheese and butter on yeah. it. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, I know kids and they're the toughest critics. Kids, oh, for you know? sure. <laughs> if, if they can enjoy something you made, then you know you made it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, grilled cheese too. That's that's one of my favorite things to eat. Like I'll go to a restaurant and if I see a grilled cheese, yeah. like, I'll, I'll order grilled cheese. Like I love grilled cheese. Yeah, I, you I can't go wrong with it, especially like uh, if like the cheese gets like that crispy crust yeah. on the edge. Yeah, yeah. I, when I worked at uh, Healthcare Reed, there was a um, there was a kitchen there, and they they served lunch to mm. the employees. So we would go eat, and I'd always order a grilled cheese and, and some sort of soup or something. Yeah. It was cheap and it was just good. And, yeah. And I would always tell because we got we became good friends with the chef back there, and, and I always tell him like, you know, hey, I want a grilled cheese. He's like, what kind? After a while, after a while, he knew I would just say whatever, you know, try or whatever, cheese, man, yeah, whatever yeah. you want to do this time, you know, or if you want to throw some uh, some bacon on there, yeah, or yeah. tomato, yeah. or you know, anything. Like, I just want a grilled cheese. You make it how you want to make it this time, you know. So, which I would imagine, you know. Chefs like sometimes yeah, too. Yeah, right? for sure. They, yeah, they like that challenge of, all right, he's had it this way five times. So I'm going to yeah. switch it up for him. Yeah, and then you know, then it also gives you the opportunity to come out and say, well, how was it? Yeah. Or did you like this part? Or did you notice I changed this thing mm-hmm. or whatever, you know? Yeah, I, I think it's a – I like doing that to people. It's the same thing with like just art, right, in general. Yeah, like, for sure. This is how I make it. Do you like how I make it? Because mm-hmm. I don't – I mean, I'm yes, I'm making you eat my food. But I also I'm not gonna custom make a bunch of things all the time. Right, that's gonna happen, right? Just like you say with vegan food, or like, hey, I want uh, this meal, but without the onions or yeah. whatever. You, you know? Yeah, you, you know, you try to cater to the customers. So if they have you know dietary restrictions or whatever the case may be, or you know they don't like tomato on the burger, that's, yeah, yeah, just let us know. We'll take care of it. Yeah, but yeah, when you get to like when I have like an entree and these specific flavors are going together, and you don't want the sauce with it, and you don't want the risotto, you just want roasted vegetables in it. Then it's like, come on, guy, I made this dish. This is my art. <laughs> this is this is perfect how it is. <laughs> yeah. <man. laughs> or the people who. Get their food served to them and they immediately put salt on it. Yeah, like, wait, yeah. you haven't even tasted I, it yet. Right, right. I know a lot of those. A lot yeah. of the servers do that. I was like, you know who I am, right? I know how to season things. <laughs> yeah, I, I I tend not to, you know, with any food really put a lot of put any. I like pepper. Yeah, I'll, I'll put pepper on a lot of stuff. But yeah, not I'm a big pepper so. guy. Yeah, yeah, but uh, not necessarily salt. Even you know, when my mom cooks or, or my in laws cook, mm. um, the only thing I put salt on is any sort of like 
potato, like tater tots, yeah. you know, even mashed potatoes, french fries, you know, yeah, stuff. You, you can't put. have uh, too much salt yeah. for those. And yeah. even my daughter now is like, I'll she make, uh, oh yeah, I'll yeah. make, uh, uh, I'll, I'll dice up potatoes and just fry them up for breakfast, like breakfast mm. potatoes. And then she's like, make sure you put extra salt on there. And I, you know, I'll put it in there. She's like, Did you put extra salt? I'm like, yeah, you told me. I get, I've been making these for a while now. <laughs> but she won't let anybody, like, I think now she does, but she would for a long time, she wouldn't let anybody else make those. Like, she wouldn't eat any of those potatoes from someone Anyone else, else yeah. It, just, as long, it had to be me that yeah. cooked them for whatever reason. She had to watch you put the salt on it. <laughs> she's in the corner. <laughs> yeah, man. But that was one of my favorite things to do is breakfast. Like, yeah. I, I like breakfast. I don't wake up early enough to make it during the week, but mm. sometimes on the weekend I'll make it. Uh, but that was also something my dad really liked. I remember my dad making, making breakfast. Making breakfast, a lot. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's the same thing with my dad. I remember waking up smelling like bacon and eggs. It was like noon because that's when <laughs> I'd wake up. But. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, but, uh, we're looking at doing brunch too. Here, oh yeah, here in a couple of weeks, like uh, Easter Sunday, we'll do a brunch, and then after that, every Saturday, we'll have like uh, we'll call it jazz brunch. We'll have a jazz player like in the corner, and then we'll do brunch for a couple hours. Is that uh, like a separate menu, or is it still? Yeah. So, like, uh, <laughs> as I'm constructing this new spring menu, um, I'm trying to find. Uh, Different um, pieces that could work with brunch as well. Okay. Um, like we're gonna be doing these salmon cakes as a appetizer. Oh, so then for um, for brunch it would be salmon cakes, eggs Benedict. So that kind of stuff. Um, oh, okay. Or like these like braised short ribs that I do. We'll do braised short rib hash instead of corned beef hash. Oh. Yeah. That, so that so not only are you keeping in mind you're like all right I have this new spring menu but I also have to be able to use this twice. Yes. But in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. That, you know try to use as much product as possible. Yeah. 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 That, and I do. Cool. Yeah. I like crafting brunch. Like uh, just something about brunch is kind of sexy. You know? Yeah. 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 It is like a, I think it's because just. People don't do it. Yeah, you know? yeah. There's yeah. There's a couple of good you know brunch places around sit, the city, but yeah. you know mostly it's just like breakfast places. Yeah. But trying to find those those dishes that are in between a breakfast and and lunch is is really fun to do. Yeah, I'd yeah. imagine it's a challenge too. Yeah. Like like you might create something like, and and you look at it, you're like, this is totally lunch. Like, <laughs> you know, and, and really, yeah. it's just a matter of like two hours. <laughs> yeah. But like something in your brain is like, this ain't gonna work. You know? <laughs> yeah. And everyone's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> it's just, just uh, you know, when it's brunch, uh, just serve this food two hours earlier and then it's <laughs> then brunch, then man. It's, You're yeah. good. You're fine. Before before 11, it's brunch. <laughs> oh, that's fun. So, uh, can you, where are you at with the spring menu now? Is there something like you can talk about, like, here's what I know for sure? Or are you still? Yeah, um, I have about like 90% of it done. Okay. Uh, I'm just working out a few uh, appetizers. Okay. Um, uh, but we will be doing scallops. Oh, at, nice. Yeah. Um, scallops with a celery root puree. Um, celery root is is the root of celery. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks like a, it's a cross between like a potato um, and um, uh, and like a cabbage almost. Okay. Um, but it's got a little bit of sweetness to it. So we'll um, cook that down, puree it, add a little bit of goat cheese, make it super creamy. Oh, nice. Um, and then that'll be, Scallops will be topped with crispy prosciutto and then um, a tomato basil coulis, which is a type of sauce that's like um, cook the tomatoes and basil down, puree that, you add some um, cold water, and then you strain it, and then it'll kind of 
like firm up on you, uh-huh. and then you can just like put it in a squeeze bottle and make cool dots uh, with it. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that's gonna be a cool dish. Um, also looking at some lamb chops. Um, leeks are one of my favorite vegetables. Why uh, is that? Uh, it's just like uh, I love onions and garlic, and it's kind of like the cross between that. Okay. Um, right. but it's a little more milder than than an onion. Okay. Um, so I like working with those, but I'm looking at uh, creamed leeks, like a play on cream spinach, uh, with the lamb chops and like a mustard sauce. Mm. So yeah, both those two dishes I'm excited about. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, well, when you when you change your your uh, seasons, like, do you take anything like right now you're doing spring? Do you take anything from last spring? At all, or you try to like have um, brand new stuff. Like sometimes, yeah, yeah, it just depends. Like who's in the kitchen with me. I, I am fortunate. I did find a couple of really good, great guys to add to the kitchen. Um, so if if uh, if I didn't have these guys, I probably wouldn't be doing scallops because like I can't do all the cooking. Yeah. So if I'm back there, or if I'm not back there, and there's someone back there that doesn't know how to do scallops, I'm not gonna put scallops on the menu. Yeah. Um, so, but I, I usually do take uh, inspiration from older menus that I've done in the past. That's oh. something that I knew that worked. Yeah, yeah. Especially if it's like I would imagine you can look at numbers too. Like, oh, people really like this. So yeah, maybe I should bring it back. But I would imagine, and I'm just thinking, just because I, I know you, like you're like, I'm going to bring it back, but it's going to be a little bit different. Than yeah, last yeah, time. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, you want you want to keep it fresh. You want you want to have the same thing every time. Yeah. How long have you been there now at Platy? Um, we opened in 2017. Um, been there since then. Okay. Um, I did leave for a little bit. I went, um, it was uh, like the spring of 2021. Uh, I left and went to, it was called Firefly okay. in downtown. Um, it's not there anymore. Uh, oh, yeah, it was right by Hensville. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like a high-end cocktail, like tapas restaurant. Okay. And uh, the theme, I don't think, just really took off like how we wanted to. Okay. Uh, and so then the owner of Plat 8 had contacted me about coming back, and I was like, yeah, I'm ready to come back. Um, I wasn't been able to create as much as I wanted to down at Firefly, so okay. going back to Plat 8, being able to create was one of the main things that I wanted to do. And that also shows the importance of like, hey, when you're leaving a place, like, don't don't burn the bridges, right? No, yeah. Like if you would have left in a horrible way, then yeah. there's no way he would have contacted you. Right, exactly. Yeah, and I do that with any place. That's you yeah. know, old chef that I've worked for, I still keep in contact, and like I said that whole like trying to collaborate and stuff mm-hmm. like that is big for the community. Yeah, yeah. Well, Anthony, um, I appreciate you coming out here. I'm definitely, I know we've messaged before, but I definitely want to come check out. Play. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. And we need to make a, a trip to a game this yeah, year. Yeah, It's been too long. <laughs> we get, uh, we can sit in the back of uh, Suburban <laughs> and Suburban. Have, have our drunk dads drive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All well, right, man. Well, well, was, best of luck to you, man. Thanks, I, uh, I look forward, like I said, I look forward to when that spring menu comes out, I'll definitely come and, and get yeah. those scallops. Uh, and like I said, whenever we look for restaurants, I always look. We always look at the menu. Like our first question is, "All right, what can the kids eat?" Yeah, yeah. You know, but it does sound like you know there's some options there for them. And and even even if not, uh, you know, we'll leave them at home. We'll just come by ourselves. <laughs> yeah, you know? right, yeah. just leave them out in the car. Because I do, I do want to come check it out. I do want to support you. Yeah, uh, you've I been, you know, it. you you've been family for a long time, yeah. man. So again, uh, thank you for coming on here, sharing your story, yeah. and, and sharing what you got. Thanks off. for having me, man. It, this is a blast. Thanks again to my guest, executive chef at Plat 8, Anthony Hoy, for joining me on the podcast. It was really great catching up with him. Like I said, we are family friends. Uh, we just stay in touch a little here and there through social media. But it was really cool to sit down, talk to him, love hearing his processes, explaining the food he makes, why he does what he does, uh, talking about going to different restaurants, you know, teaching young chefs, which is obviously something I'm really into. 
uh, the, just the growth of employees, uh, and you know, just learning how how he makes menus and, and you know, what he enjoys to cook, what he is into, you know, personally, you know, and he's his freezer's full of hot pockets, you know. But hey, that kind of stuff happens. So, you know, thanks again for him for to coming on uh, on coming on this episode. Uh, and as always, thanks to Fort Meg's CrossFit for allowing me to use their office. Uh, it's been a great partnership, and I can't thank them enough. Uh, people come in here, and it's really professional. And it's really um, brought the podcast to another level. So I, I can't thank them enough. If you want to know any information about the classes they have to, have to offer seven days a week, and for any age group, check out fortmexcrossfit.com. As always, thanks to Cuttlefish Graphics, Real JP Multimedia, Perrysburg Junior High STEM Lab, and Big Daddy Graphics for helping out the podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.